0: Was left on my table Waiting to be at rails if I am able I went because I had nothing to do that day It would be angry if I didn't go anyway Slowly the lights I fall asleep, so sleepy once the down I couldn't go leave, and almost I fell down I was waiting but nobody came, why I do this was day? I was standing on the side, where then every hope has died Well it didn't come, well it didn't come Where my soul adjusts just world Anywhere I am not fine It's not my world, it's not mine This world doesn't belong to me I'm just here to be The purpose of this world is Nothing to say I lay down on a bench While I was watching the moon through edge And I realized without to say That the moon had had a bad day So did I, so I went I did mean with diamond, I was roaming in the street by myself, somehow to treat.
1: I'm ready, Matt. Hey, by oh, the way. Oh, okay. Uh, no ums and ahs. I don't want to do any editing.
2: Uh, okay. I'll do my <laughs> uh, I'll do my best. Okay. Can go. we start? Let's just start. Let's, that that should be the Did you already hit record? Of course. That should be the beginning <laughs> of the show. And then I'll lead in with um welcome back. We are here for another episode of you the You don't need Podcast. to plan that. You'll do that anyway. Start the okay. show. Go okay. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Flat Earth Podcast. I'm your co-host for now, Matt Long, and with me as always is Dave from Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole. Dave, how's it going? Doing fantastic. Summer has finally come, and I can't
1: take the heat already.
2: It's great, though. It's so great. I mean, you guys probably dealt with a lot of snow just like we did here, huh? No. No, <laughs> no not none. at all i was not in
1: antarctica as you remember as you were that's true i went true. Uh, the other way we didn't get a whole lot of snow here but uh, my son is still snowboarding in a foot of powder out west Where? while i'm he's in utah and wow. uh, we're at a, a music festival this weekend beautiful sunny high 70s and he facetimes me you know in a foot of powder
2: in the tops of the mountains Wow. Wow. That's amazing. You know, one thing we in the sh- the show, we usually get into a lot of different topics that are kind of relevant right this second to Flat Earth. But uh, I want to establish at the beginning kind of some typical Flat Earth stuff that maybe a first time listener or someone might have a question about. So I'm gonna go through a few of these things. Are you okay with that? Yeah, bring it. Okay, great. So uh, first thing is, well, aren't you going to fall off the edge? How come we can't fall off the edge of the Flat Earth, Dave?
1: The simple answer to that is, you know, how come you don't fall off the edge of a lake? You, know, you get mm. to the edge, there's the land. That's the misconception. I, I don't know where it comes from, whether it's the flat earth society or just you know programming of the flat earth being ridiculous. But you can't fall off the flat, the edge of the world lake, just like you can't fall off the edge of a regular lake. It's just because bigger. of the shoreline. There's a shoreline, and and a lot of that shoreline is a cliff. A lot of people call it a wall. Um, And it goes in for miles, but we don't know how many. We don't know where it goes. Does it go on forever, or does it hit a dome? I think uh, you you and I probably are in the, the same camp that it probably hits some sort of enclosure, and we're not sure what's
2: beyond that. We're domers. Yeah, domers. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um well, there was something I was there was a point I was going to make and I'm trying my best not to say um while I think about what point I was going to make. Oh, the fact that, you know, you and I believe we we are not moving, right? We we're, we're on a motionless realm here, right? Under a dome because we're domers. Wouldn't it seem like it'd be easier to fall off a spinning ball than it would be a flat motionless plane? Not with gravity. Oh, OK. Gotcha. <laughs> of course.
1: Ballers will say, prove to me that the earth is stationary and flat. And you got to flip it around saying, you know, if you know nothing, you walk outside, you observe stationary and flat. We can see too far. Everything is stationary
2: it, it, you're you're exactly right. That's that is the observable fact. As you walk outside, right. you're gonna have to prove to me that we're that we're spinning,
1: right? And the only person that has ever proves a, a curvature or spinning are Bob and Jaron, but nobody else. <laughs> all scientists in all all time have every test uh, has proved flat and stationary, except those two.
2: Nice, and it was recorded. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> uh that's the law of netflix right for
1: those of you that don't know it was portrayed that way
2: in a deceptive video but of course it's not true <laughs>
3: uh
2: that's funny so let's talk about uh sunrise and sunset you know people would say well you live on a we live on a ball because the sun rises and sets why is that not true that is
1: my favorite question as you know and it is it involves a whole bunch of different things. There's not one reason that the sun sets. Just like if you're looking, let's say you're looking across the street and there's a building, you know, five, ten stories high, and which is the top of that building, you know, in the distance is above the horizon, and you watch a plane fly over your head and fly beyond that building, you're gonna see that plane imagine that plane is a ball, uh, just set behind the building, right? correct that is it's setting due to perspective now you move that building you know farther and farther away that angle is going to get lower and lower we have the same thing when you're looking through tons and tons and tons of atmosphere or miles and miles and miles of atmosphere i call it the atmospheric obfuscation deck or the cloud deck if the but people when you say it's just getting eclipsed behind the clouds in the distance people say what about on a clear day even on a clear day. Miles and miles and miles and miles of atmosphere of the thickest part of the atmosphere, which is the bottom ten thousand feet, let's say, becomes opaque. And even in as short as twenty miles, that ten thousand foot deck merges with the horizon, and you can see that on a on a if you have a, a shot over water or whatever where you, where there's a very flat. Uh, well, you don't—you're not blocked by anything for miles and miles and miles. On a cloudy day, you know, a, a spotted cloud day, you can see the clouds, and as they move into the distance, you know, over your head, you got to strain your neck, look straight up, and 20 miles away, you're looking at them, and they literally merge with the horizon. So again, you have your celestial object, the sun, moving above those clouds, just like an airplane, and it gets as it goes beyond them. You get eclipsed by perspective,
2: right? Right, and I think people would say, "Well, how come the sun doesn't shrink if it's moving away?" Well, it's going through that thicker and thicker layer of atmosphere. Correct.
1: So there's two. Again, there the, again, the optics of the sky are the most complicated, but really not that complicated. There's just a lot, lot to it. One of the things is there's uh, atmospheric. Magnification, Lending? at magnification. Well, len- lensing, magnification. So lots of experiments we can do with lenses and and water and all sorts of stuff. Where as you move that light farther and farther away, even though it's shrinking due to perspective, it's being magnified and it kind of balances out. But not a, a different conditions, different days, different uh, situations will make it look different. The other thing is, <clears throat> I don't believe that. We're actually seeing the sun travel that, you know, 12,000 miles um, from sunrise to sunset. I believe that we're seeing it in our personal atmospheric dome or pad, if you will. I will. So you're inside of a soap bubble. You're in the center of a soap bubble. And again, it's a half bubble or a dome. I can't Correct. say half dome anymore because that's a quarter sphere. You can't say half dome. That's a quarter You, you, po- dome, a you quarter pointed that out yes. to me, right? Uh and so you see the light climb up and over the top and down. And if you think about it, that light that you're seeing on that personal atmospheric dome is the same distance from you pretty much the entire time.
2: I would, I would say yes.
1: And it's only when it reaches the bottom where it meets the land, the terrestrial surface, that it shrinks as it moves away and fades out. Usually that atmospheric obfuscation deck or some land feature will eclipse it. Uh, by then, it makes it look like it's setting below the Earth.
2: Sure. And I think another another issue is you, with the sun, you're dealing with a celestial object like you talked about, not a terrestrial object. For example, if you had a boat that was sailing away from you on, uh, on some water, it would shrink because it's starting out at the same height as you. The sun is already um, tens or hundreds or thousands of miles above you. And as it goes away, it's already done most of its shrinking. Would you agree? I would totally agree
1: that the sun is tens or thousands <laughs> or a mile away. We don't know which one it is. <laughs> I, I believe that's the somewhere sun. Somewhere between a mile and. A yeah, thousand. somewhere between a mile and. And 93 million. No, it's definitely not that far. I, if I had to put it, I would put it between a mile and 50 miles. <laughs>
2: Wow. Okay. Cool.
1: (laughs) That's the sun that we see. It's optics in the sky. Everybody has their own personal relationship with the sun, Matt.
2: Uh, that's true. The S O N, the S U N, also. Okay. Wow. Coincidence. Coincidence. (laughs) He is the light of the world. I'll I'll say that. Yes. Okay. So you know this kind of goes along with um, not falling off the edge, but you know. A lot of people say, you know, the earth can't be flat because people have circumnavigated it,
1: right? Again, my favorite topic here circumnavigation has only happened going east or west, and east and west are circles around a center point. And a compass and a magnet will prove that. Nobody has ever circumnavigated the earth heading south because when you head south, you just keep on going, there's no coming
2: back. Right, and what's interesting is you can even take some of those claimed north-south circumnavigations and plot it out on the flat Earth map, and it's still a, an interesting looking circle that that actually still works on the flat Earth map. So, um, and again, when you're in Antarctica, per the last guy who who trekked there, like your compass doesn't even work. You might as well not even bring it.
1: Yeah, the the if you look at those um those course what's the word i'm looking for those courses those treks sure routes (laughs) those routes routes. there we go i'm I'm losing my words here king to king to they do go around the world a bit you know east and west but then when they dip into antarctica they go to a certain point and then they double back or they just cut across the edge of antarctica like going to the edge of a circular lake traveling a few miles across the shoreline and then jumping back out into the lake and saying that you've circumnavigated
2: Right, uh, so if you if you can imagine a pizza with different pieces on it, they basically go out to the crust, which would be Antarctica, and instead of continuing beyond the crust, they go to the a piece of the crust on another piece. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, kind okay. Of like and then back to the center. There you go. Tough to do uh, without visual. I will
1: include a playlist. Uh, just going back to the sunsets, I have a great sunset playlist. I'll put that in the show notes. So anybody that wants to really try to understand how celestial objects set over the horizon, uh, I believe that
2: the playlist is quite telling. Awesome, awesome. So before we get into kind of what we want to touch on the show, I wanted to uh, address a rumor that that Globe must Globebusters. Is breaking up um, over. Where did you hear so, that? I, I I heard it um, right before we got on here, and I just figured we should address it. But it, it sounds like there was quite a feud between. Uh, it sounds like two camps, right? You got you got Bob Camp and Jaron Campinella. Does that work? Camp Campinella, very good. Yeah,
1: we're talking about the argument of is there a downward force, Camp. Uh, Campanella is there's just buoyant not buoyant he doesn't even like the word buoyancy, there's just relative density, and denser things go down, and down happens to be where the earth is, and there's no force, okay, Uh, Bob, on the other hand, says, Camp Nodell, yeah, Camp Nodell says that there is a attraction not due to mass and gravity but we, we can call they're calling it gravity just because everyone's used to that term but there is a, a a weak force an electrostatic magnetic force that establishes a down uh just for your information i am definitely in camp nodel jaron and i went at it at tfr going back and forth uh, i accused him of being a shill and i basically oh, had a lot wow. i had i had a lot of fun with it um <laughs> the, the first i want to point out though that, no matter what, whether we agree, if we come to agreement, we change camps or or not, this argument does not affect the shape of the earth it 's just the question is: is there a downward force, or is it just relative density? What do you first before I get into it, uh, and I'll make this short anyway, what camp are you in?
2: Ooh, now, admittedly, I just found out about this feud before the show, so um i don't i don't know. I think I'd be okay with this has
1: been going on for like weeks and weeks. have you just been changing that many diapers I have been actually yeah.
2: <laughs> not only i've I've been uh, building a chicken coop um, and let
1: me just say something you should be thrilled there's a downward force otherwise <laughs> that would be a total nightmare <laughs>
2: <laughs> it would be everywhere it would be everywhere <laughs> if
1: there wasn't a downward force <laughs> because relative density ain't gonna take
2: care of that problem. <laughs> Uh, Well, I would say I can – I guess I can be cool with things just being down, though it does make sense from – if I'm putting my scientific hat on, that there does need to be a force to establish down. And then density sorts itself out after that. Yes, but then is that me just coming at it from my preconceived – uh, you know, bias that, yeah, you need a force to create something or is, or is it already created? So Bob, Bob did a thought experiment. And again,
1: we can't prove this because we are here on Earth. But imagine yourself being in space. There's nothing. There's no Earth. There's no planets, no stars, just empty space. And you have a metal uh, ball bearing and you release it in space. You just release it without any force in any direction. Does it just stay there?
2: No, it goes down.
1: Where? No, it doesn't. You're just being yeah, argumentative. It goes down. Which way's down? Towards the earth. There is no earth. There is no space. Stop it! Come on. <laughs> All right. So again, pointless argument. Listen, listen,
2: okay. Well, let me. Okay. Well, let me. Let me just say this. To what we can both agree on is that gravity doesn't exist, and True. the reason you need something like gravity is to referee a solar system and a universe and to stick things to a ball. If we believe that we're on a flat, motionless plane, we don't need gravity. In fact, gravity doesn't work because if you have a center point of mass at, at, below the Earth, you know, however many miles below, say, the North Pole, as you start to work your way out to the edges, um, gravity would actually increase for you um, as you walked out to the edge and and uh, things wouldn't work the same. And so we know that gravity in its form that they tell us uh, does not exist. So I think that flat earthers, researchers are
1: so upset at this whole gravity argument that anything that even resembles uh, gravity, like a force, they have a mental block to. And and I say, I asked Jeremy I said, if you chopped off Bob's head and your head and dropped them at the same time, whose head would hit the floor first? And the answer is Jaren's, of
2: course, because it's Cause denser. He's being denser. Yeah, nice. Nice. I like it. <laughs> uh, for fear of um, another Jarenism Raw happening on this show, I would say that I would probably lean towards there's a force.
1: All right. I like it.
2: Yeah. So we call that Team
1: David. On the TFR or Team Bob, <laughs> if you're on GloBusters, <laughs> uh, I like so, it. So now, as, as far as Team Jaron, you're Team Shill. Team Shill. The good thing about this is, if they both agreed, there's a they could both be wrong. Now that they're they're both really thinking hard and trying to come up with the answer, and I believe when when somebody comes up with some real good proof, the other one will change camp because it's not about egos with either one of them. And I I think that we're all just looking for truth. And without these disagreements, I don't think we would
2: get as far as we've gotten. I would say that I think there's a force. In fact, um, I would say that I know there's a force, uh, but it's something of which I know nothing about, but I'm sure controls 95% of our universe.
1: How are you so sure of that? You should, on, just, you should go on you should go on Oakley's quoting, show and say that
2: <laughs> I was just I was doing Neil deGrasse Tyson where he's talking about the dark, dark oh, energy, dark great. force. All
1: right. So without uh, um, people are, are probably getting sick of this. So I'm going okay, well, to I'm going to let this one go. But again, uh, the, the thing I wanted to say is uh, the trolls. you heard this rumor because the trolls are saying this is going to be the end of Flat Earth. This is the final nail in the coffin. Are you kidding
2: me? This is going to make Flat Earth stronger. Nice, yeah, I totally agree. So, all right, we'll move on to our show here. We were, um, you mentioned earlier, you went to the Greenwich Music Festival, and I actually saw, I saw a drone shot of the festival, and I uh, asked you on uh, I think <laughs> Facebook if you actually attended or did you only attend via drone.
1: I uh, we get there really early because well, it's key to get a great spot. So my buddies and I, we go like before the sun rises and hang out and have a really great day. It's actually that's the best time of the day when nobody's there and then all the people show up for like, Hey, get the heck out of here. Ew. Um, so we, uh, I flew the drone around a little bit and took some shots and it was great. One, uh, funny thing that happened at the, while we were waiting in line. So the line's growing, it's going down the block and around the corner. I had to walk to my car to put the drone away, of course, because you can't bring drones into a music festival. Mm. And I saw a buddy, and we were talking, and he's standing there with his 20-something-year-old kids who I'd never met before or maybe met them years ago. I just don't remember. And while I'm talking to him, I had my, my – what shirt? I had a uh, one of the Flat Earth Podcast shirts on, and the guy mm-hmm. looks at me and goes, hey, are you Mark Sargent? <laughs> <laughs> Out of the blue. <laughs> nice. And I just looked at him, and I go, I'm not but he's a good friend of mine went back to talking to his dad didn't address it again left him hanging.
2: Oh, that's the best. Yeah. That's the best. And I and I heard you actually ended up um getting to use uh that sweatshirt for someone who was cold, right?
1: Right. So later in the evening it got a little uh, you know, hoodie weather and uh, my friend, my my best friend uh her, who's practically like my sister, uh she doesn't even believe that I believe the earth is flat. She won't even discuss it. She laughs at it. She believes in the moon landings. Uh she believes in vaccines. She believes all of it. Her daughter is a doctor. Uh mm. and, and and it's just like follow the vaccine schedule and it, it's it's unbelievable. So she was cold, so I gave her the Flat Earth podcast sweatshirt and nice. I wore the fake history sweatshirt and it was uh it was a great night. Was she instantly transformed into a flat earther or? You know, the funny thing is because every time she like hits me with something, I'll just throw a simple little answer, which totally blows up what she was saying. And then I leave it and I don't address it anymore. So over time, um, I think she's scrambling, looking for an argument and hasn't been able to find one yet.
2: Awesome. Well, I'll just say this. I would hope that she comes to her senses. Well, that's all I'm going to say about that. Well played. Uh, so thank you. Um, so you put on another sweatshirt, a fake history sweatshirt. Is that right? Barnabas Nagy. Have you been uh, watching any of his stuff? I have been watching some of his stuff because you've been sending it to me. <laughs> and uh, can I say that he has the best intro <laughs> music of any Have you listened to that there? whole song? No. Oh my God! You got to go
1: back and find his song. It's maybe 20 30 videos back. I'll send it to you. Of course, I'll put it in the show. It's the first time I heard that song. I wanted to write. It was. It's on YouTube. I wanted to write. Don't quit your day job, right? But now I can't stop listening to it. I love it. He he's Hungarian, so he has this accent. He reminds me of Iru a lot because he swears, and when he swears, it's just so funny. <laughs> um it, it's so funny so Barnabas B-A-R-N-A-B-A-S Nagy maybe there's two S's N-A-G-I uh great show Mud Floods Fake History um he's the one that is doing a, a lot on on uh, on bloodlines and
2: and not marrying outside of your family have you been looking into that uh, the first video I saw on that was by Taboo Conspiracy 2. Yeah. And I'll just say it's very interesting. In fact, I, I told just today we need to start designing our family crest. Nice. You need to get a couple more wives and start the thing. You know,
1: start it. So the children <laughs> of those different wives can be arranged in a marriage and have
2: really strong family bonds. I wonder I wonder how Paige feels about that.
1: Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll ask her. <laughs> Yeah. I'm I'll, sure she's I'll fine with you doing it.
2: Uh, yeah, I'll just say, cause Jess was not on board. <laughs> Jess is not on board.
1: All right. No, there's a, uh, I have a playlist called bloodlines on the D I T R H channel. I'll try to include it in the show notes. Uh, there's probably five or six videos in there. If you watch them, you're going to have a whole new view of reality again. Again, I, I'm not, I'm not promoting this. I'm just saying I don't see a way that it's wrong.
2: Yeah. and, you know, the whole concept of kind of marrying within the family and, and keeping not only the name, but the bloodline, uh, like that's what the Royals do. It's, um, I I, I'm not endorsing this just like Dave. I will say I've looked into it and it's interesting. It's the,
1: the, the, all of the elite, they all do it. All the bloodlines. Look at Game of Thrones. Anyone that watches that, all of these families, they all, um, kept their bloodlines pure if you if anyone knows blood over intent um that where you know blood is the most powerful substance on the world you write your intentions down you put a couple drops of blood on it and then you post it publicly it's supposed to have a lot of power in this crazy strange fake world we live in and i'm not denying that that's not true i mean i've seen evidence where you know blood over intent does something. I don't even know if you're supposed to do it. Maybe it's maybe it's super bad. I I don't know. But I think the elite have convinced us to always dilute our bloodlines, which yeah, is very interesting. interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. so check that out on the DITRH channel, bloodlines.
2: I am struggling on a segue from bloodlines to star time lapses, though I'm sure the two are related somehow. I'll just say we were we were talking about how um I, I don't know that star trails should work on a globe because of how many different directions we're moving at the same time just taking
1: that away just taking the spinning motion so imagine you're um you have your you're laying down with your head literally on the axis of rotation exactly at the north pole you're looking up at a at the, at polaris and the world is spinning around very fast so you can actually see the star trails everything will be circling around Polaris from your point of view, correct? Correct. Now, if you slide yourself down halfway down to the equator and you stand up and you're looking towards the North Pole, nothing's moving, the Earth is still, and then the Earth starts turning to the left, I think what you're going to see is all of the stars, including Polaris, move to the right move in the opposite direction because you're moving.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So they're not going to make... It's not the stars above are going to go one direction and the stars below Polaris are going to go the other direction. They're all going to move relative to where you are in the same direction. Correct. Yeah. And so then on top of that, we're spiraling and spinning and orbiting and none of that makes any sense. But just that mere spinning, the only place that you can see... Circular star trails is if you're exactly at the North Pole. If you're off of it, you're going to see curved lines heading in the same direction.
2: Correct. Yeah. From east to west.
1: That's my opinion. Maybe, again, optics in the sky are are
2: crazy. Hmm. We talked about... Um... Uh, the sun moving farther away from us and you've had a a few awesome sun fade videos and uh, Mitchell actually had a question as to whether or not you've been able to bring it back uh, with the P 1000, similar to like we've done like with boats that, Uh, supposedly go over the curve. Have you ever had a chance to do that?
1: Yeah, so uh, again, just like we were talking in the beginning about how the sun sets, uh, you can't bring a celestial object back like you could bring a terrestrial object like a boat. Uh, When that airplane moves beyond the building, doesn't matter if you have a Hubble telescope, you can't see through the building and bring the airplane back. So when the sun sets beyond the obfuscation deck...
2: Um, it's which, gone. Boats, which boats don't go beyond. Right. No, They're under it.
1: The, the boats go between under underneath but it through so it. It, it gets squished down on them. But right. if you can zoom in and open up that space, you can see the boat again. But then again, you have you have little waves and you have water vapor and you have all sorts of stuff taking rid of the boat from the bottom, you know, making it disappear from the bottom up. Right. Jaron and I talked about it the other day, and this came from Nathan Oakley's. You and Jaron are still, you and Jaron are still talking. <laughs> we we are. We're we're okay. real. We're real men, and we can handle
2: having a disagreement. I are mean, you I suggesting just, that Bob Nodell is not a real man?
1: I'm not suggesting that at all. They're they're friends, okay. and they're, there's no problem. Okay. Uh, it, it's a little frustrating I just, I at rumors. times. I mean, I really enjoy doing TFR with Jaron. I just respect him a little less now because of his mental density? ability to because understand. His yeah, his density. He's more dense. Right. Yeah, so he definitely would hit the ground first. Okay, (laughs) some people say if you cut my head off, it would rise upwards. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, (laughs) so so let me ask you: Have you heard the brick in the distance uh, thing that Nathan Oakley had come up with? I have not. Alright, so you have a perfectly flat floor, like a Home Depot, brand new cement floor that goes on forever.
2: Giant Nice big, big industrial yeah. building, got it.
1: So you're uh you have a camera uh sitting on the floor, very close to the floor, and you have a brick, a regular brick, uh red brick, and you move it farther and farther and farther away. Will there be a point where you can no longer see that brick?
2: I would say yes.
1: Absolutely. It it disappears due to angular resolution, correct? Yes. Okay. What if you stacked 5 bricks on top of that? Would you now be able to see those you know those additional four f- or bricks?
2: At the point that the one brick disappears, you probably would see bricks 2, 3 and 4 and 5 maybe.
1: Correct. Then if you moved it farther and farther away, would brick number 2 eventually disappear? Yes. This proves that things disappear from the bottom up. On a flat surface. Correct. Nice. Isn't that good?
2: That's great.
1: I would like to take full credit for that, for but I can't. It came from Nathan Oakley.
2: Mm, bummer. Yeah, it's all right. Well, something else that's coming up, Dave, is you and I are going on the Do Me podcast. Oh, yes. The Do Me Life podcast. I, th- I Do Me No Space Life podcast, because they don't believe in space. Right. We're doing that
1: tomorrow. Um, let's Come up with now, and the host of the Doomy podcast is uh Paul on the plane. No, the co host. Sorry, oh, Mitchell from Australia. Mitchell, who is Creepy Mitchell from our show, who left us right. all his voicemails. That's right, Creepy Mitchell. Creepy Mitchell. I'll put, I'll, I'm gonna put his, his, his uh voicemails put, put, in, yeah. in the, in the, in the upcoming break.
2: Great, and just put his cell phone number too. I will. Nice.
1: <laughs> so I was figuring we could play a a game without telling them, uh, where we can just bust their stones. we come up with some stuff.
2: Yeah, I think it's So first of all, it, then their podcast is dome life, right? But we call it do me pod do me life.
1: Yeah. It's dome life without the space. Right. Do me, no space. Do me, no space. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, so we all, so one, uh, only refer to it as a do me podcast. Okay. Okay. Um, anyway, you get one point for any time that you bring up his logo looking like the word poop instead of Paul or plain, okay. okay, right? Because it does. At first glance, it looks like poop. It's shaped like poop. It looks like a flying okay. poop, if you ask me. Okay. Okay. Got it. <laughs> um, Mitchell, it's it really looks like Michelle, doesn't it?
2: It's pretty close to Michelle. Right.
1: So when, and, and whenever, whenever I uh, send him a message or write his name, I always put one L, and it drives him absolutely insane. So that's hard to do on an audio podcast. But whenever you address him, you have to say Michelle, Michelle, Michelle. Michelle. and yeah, Michelle. and then when he says, "Why are you?" Call-, you know, if he brings it up, just say, "It's me." I'm just, no, no. Uh, I'm not, I'm calling you if by your name. It up, yeah. if he
2: brings it up. Yeah, he brings it up to say what? Yeah, what? what? Okay, all right, that's good. You get a point for so, uh, every time you say Michelle. Point for Michelle. Point for me Point for poop. Poop on the plane logo. <laughs> okay.
1: Um, I got another one. How about anytime either one of us praises Mark Sargent overly, overly praises Mark Sargent for anything,
2: <laughs> okay. that's uh five points. Okay. 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 Uh, okay. I love it. Um, how about anytime we say the flat earth podcast? Uh, the
1: flat oh, how about this? Anytime, oh anytime either what one- well that's a point for uh, either one of us. Um okay. But anytime I say woke town I get a point. Anytime you mention the flat earth uh sun and moon clock, you get a point. Okay. Okay.
2: Right. Great. All right. Anything else? Um <laughs> I think we should try to get like 500 points or something. <laughs> <laughs> I and I think we should wait to release this. Oh no, no, until... this is coming out after
1: hit. After okay. we after we after okay. his is
2: recorded, this will come out. Okay, great. <laughs> okay. That's awesome. Um I'm trying to think what else. I, th- I think that, I think those are some good. It's going to good. I'm going to have to study those so I'm ready and I'll have my tally sheet. All right. Maybe we come up with a couple other, a couple other items before then. I just think anytime we mention the, the Flat Earth podcast being the award winning, the best podcast out there while we're on someone else's podcast, I think can only be a good thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That's a good one. Yes. Love that. All right. <laughs> uh, let's take a quick break. And uh, we have. 20 some odd speak pipes let's burn through them super fast what do you say alright
2: let's do it we'll be back alright
4: announcement has been paid for by the Flat
5: Earth podcast you want to leave a digital voicemail for us head over to the flat earth and click on the blue link that reads got a question send us a message
1: you can do it from your iphone or from your computer first time you do it on your cellular phone you'll have to download a little app but after that you can leave us all kinds of messages if you want to be anonymous you can make up a name make up an email address we don't care we just want to hear what you have to say we'll do our best to play or
5: answer these questions and comments on future episodes right here on the flat earth podcast Download the SpeakPipe app and check us out at the podcast.com
6: The Flat Earth Podcast.
5: If you're watching this audio on YouTube right now and you're not familiar with the world of podcasting, there's a far better way to listen to the Flat Earth Podcast each and every week. Think of it
1: like your TiVo or your DVR is to your television. You subscribe to whatever show that you like. Whenever a new episode comes out, it records it, downloads it, and notifies you that there's a new episode for easy listening anywhere. Another great feature on most podcast players is you could speed up if you want to hear stuff even faster or more importantly it has a jump back and jump forward 30 seconds so you could skip annoying announcements like this
5: we're on itunes stitcher soundcloud and so many more if we're not on your favorite podcast app send us a message and let us know to make sure we will be the flat earth podcast
4: i love the flat earth podcast you know that it's so good and now they tell me you got to listen to this one they show me the picture looks like poop on the plane i say i don't want to poop on the plane i don't want pee on the bed that's not right but now i understand it's the do me life podcast and you know i like that like the pound me too movement is this x-rated who knows I'm Donald Trump, and I endorse Poop on the Plains Do Me Life podcast. Take your shots, people. Measle shots, moonshots, whatever.
7: The Flat Earth Man album is out right now. Oh, that's just faking everything that you have ever seen. Do you still believe we went to the moon? You still believe what they're telling you All y'all watching is a puppet show Yeah, the
4: whole world's a stage Don't believe in property Ain't no photographs around somebody
7: tell me why Welcome to
4: the satellite folks Just another one of them I sell jokes Don't let them take your
6: mind Don't oh, let them take your mind, man uh-oh.
3: There's no substance
4: as outer space
7: We made it all up, yeah, space is
4: fake Oh, I don't want
8: to talk about NASA Never again The
9: Flat Earth Man album is out now
8: I always wanted to be an astronaut I'll be in space, at least
6: Hey, it's Mitchell from Australia. Where are you? Like, it's been over a month. I haven't heard from you. I check your podcast page every day. There's just nothing. It's like you've just left. Like, you don't call? You don't write? You're just get your answering machine again. Is it me? God, it must be me. It's all right. I'm sorry, I always do this. I come on too strong. I try to be overly nice. Like, I'm a nice guy. Just give me another chance. Pick up the phone. I know you're there. I know you're there. Don't hide from me. Pick up the phone. I love you. Bye. Hey, it's me again. Still haven't heard from you. I just can't get you out of my head. you drive me crazy. It's all I think about is just you. Dave, is it the transgender thing? Because I don't care, man. If you got an innie or an outie, I still love you the same. I just need to hear that voice. Please come back to me. I saw your mum at the shops the other day. I just didn't know what to say. Just give me an answer, do you love me or not? Bye.
3: Pick up the phone!
6: You are so beautiful to me. Can't you see? Where the hell are you? I swear to God, if I come round your place and Jay's car's there, oh, help me God. What does Jay have that I don't have, huh? You know what? Screw this. Screw your games. I'm going to call Jaron and he's going to give me Flat Earth. Yeah, how do you like that, huh? Yeah, you forgot I got those photos of you too, don't you? Yeah, you want to play games? You pick up this phone. I know you're listening. You're nothing, you hear me? Never been anything. Before we even met, I picked you up, put you on the Flat Earth pedestal, and now what do you repay me with, huh? Silence, nothing. I'm sorry, baby. I didn't mean it. Nobody does Flat Earth like you. Jaren, he doesn't mean anything. I mean, I like his videos, but that's it. That's as far as it goes. He could stick a whole box of tissues up his nose and he still wouldn't have a beautiful nasally voice like you do. I just need you. Come back to me. I love you. Bye. Davey, do you love me? Are you writing? Say you never, ever leave from beside me because I want you and I need you and I'm down for you always. CJ, do you love me? Are you writing? They never ever leave from beside me Cause I want ya, and I need ya And I'm down for you always Boys, this is what happens when you don't do a podcast for a month Don't let it happen again
4: My fellow citizens, I got some great news Not fake news, this is great news It gives me great pleasure to introduce and endorse from the Flat Earth podcast. I love these guys. A breakthrough for the geocentric world. I want everybody to have this. It's the new Flat Earth Sun and Moon Clock right on your phone. That's where it goes. It's beautiful. I got it. Melania loves it. Ivanka, too, are crazy about it. You know, all that money was spent on NASA, and they couldn't come up with this. It shows me right where I am. I know where the moon is. The season's got everything. It's got the wall, not that wall, the ice wall. You got to get this, the flat earth sun and moon clock. I'm Donald Trump and I approve of this app. Tremendous technology, so simple. Baron, make it work for me, will you? This kid's so clever. Kids are clever. But CNN's so stupid. We don't have time for a meeting of the Flat Earth Society, uh, but we always have time for the Flat Earth Podcast.
8: Those cats are pretty cool. I guess, I guess it's flat. I guess it's flat. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's flat. And, you
4: know, listen, I have callers on hold every day who say we shouldn't vaccinate. And, and, and unlike most dumb conspiracies like Flat Earth, this one actually could kill us. Because right. these fucking people do refuse to believe scientists. You know, I don't care
5: if you want to believe in the flat earth. You want to wanna to walk around like a moron, that's fine. You're not hurting me. And uh me and D I T R Dirt, the the uh flat earth guy, we've been texting. We're doing the stream this uh this week. He's an awesome guy. He's an awesome guy, he's an awesome
2: guy. So that's happening. And we're back to take some speak pipes. I want to mention one thing while we were on break, Dave and I talked about how while we're on the um, Do Me podcast that if either of us laugh, the other person gets a point for that. Very good. Okay, that's it. We're just I was just trying to finalize the rules there.
1: Okay, I'm, I'm sure we're going to come up with more. I'm going to wake up in the middle of the night laughing sure. with a great one, I'm sure. <laughs> nice. Okay, the first one is from… Nicodemus
2: nice
10: hello I have a question can we buy the flood earth sun moon and zodiac uh, without using Google like maybe we can we use PayPal or check thank you
1: (laughs) (laughs) I well, thank you for uh, wanting it so much uh, yeah check please I actually sent him a code already so he could have it for free cuz no there's no way to buy it uh, for PayPal so I gave it to him.
11: Uh,
7: The next one is from Dan. Hey, Dave. It's Dan from Australia again, mate. I just wanted to chime in. I was just listening to uh, you and Jaron on Jaronism Raw Monday nights. Uh, Great job, by the way. Um, Yeah, you were talking about the ISS um, potentially being a a high-altitude plane, and I wholeheartedly agree with you. Um, I do think it's a plane – that is on some time, some type of time schedule, um, going overhead probably, maybe at about eighty thousand feet, probably a little bit faster than three hundred um, miles or or whatever you mentioned it was. I think uh, um, they're probably flying at probably about a Mach three um. But anyway, um, check out my um, ISS or high-altitude plane footage uh, on my channel, Flight Earth Awakening. Um, And uh, if Jaron hasn't checked it out, um, he should check it out too because it's quite interesting, uh, the angles that I caught. Um, So, yeah, check it out. Thanks.
1: All right. Thanks, Michelle. (laughs) (laughs) Point, David. Point, yeah. (laughs) Okay, got it down. I will check that out. And, uh, yeah, there's some – I always say that – the ISS, when you see it, it's a luminary, uh, just you know, no different than some of the other luminaries we see. Um, that is different than when we see a transit across the sun or moon. I believe that is some sort of technology, uh, some sort of airplane or trickery, um, but not that bright light that we see when we see, a, when we see it go from horizon to horizon.
2: Agreed. And just to recap, we, we have a theory that Mitchell is every single person from Australia. That's it. That's why we call him Michelle. Right,
1: the next one is from Christoph.
12: Christoph, it's cut off. G'day, lads. Christoph from Australia. Um, I've got to love the show, by the way. Got a little experiment for you. Take a bucket, fill it with water, grab the handle of the bucket, spin it vertically. The water you'll find will remain in the bucket. Um, Right there, I will submit that this proves that um, there's no such thing as gravity. Either that or the force that you can exert on the water by spinning the bucket is stronger than gravity. Bearing in mind this is the same gravity that is keeping, water of the ocean, tied to the earth, whilst the earth is spinning through space at a thousand miles an hour. Uh, good luck making that argument. Anyway, cheese, have a good one.
2: Uh, I like it. I, I, I think that uh, the ballers will have their arguments, but um... – Yeah, they'll
1: just say that the centrifugal force is stronger than the gravitational force in that circumstance. Again, I don't know what that proves other than it's all ridiculous. Next one. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks, Michelle. (laughs) Thanks, Michelle. Next one is from Mike Rod.
10: Hey, guys. So uh, I'm sure I speak for most of us, uh, most of the, the podcast listeners here. When I say that we want the podcast a little bit more regularly you know maybe not once a week but at least once a month you know uh maybe even you know twice a month once every 3 weeks doesn't matter anyway i think that the way to do this is if you guys start a patreon and i'm not sure if anyone's brought this to your attention or not but patreon is a, a form of crowdfunding and it it works by having tiers so for instance if uh you know you guys have the $1 tier people who give a dollar a month will you know we'll get the podcast a few days earlier before it it you know goes public and if you guys have a five dollar a month tier, maybe that those people can are allowed to speak pipe questions uh an episode or maybe like an uh a twice as long speak pipe and then a ten dollar tier you know they have all those perks plus they get a discount to the the, the flat earth uh sun and moon clocker you know i'm not sure i'll leave the the um the uh, incentives up to you guys, but I think that'd be something good to consider and maybe get the podcast uh, to come out a little bit more regularly, which will, of course, help spread the word. And uh, I know it's easier said than done. You guys are probably busy doing, you know, other things and living your lives, but just wanted to float that idea out there for you guys. Thanks.
2: So Dave, you know, you and I are kind of the types where there's other people that are um, that are really kind of getting close to, to be able to do this full time. You and I have other stuff and we kind of do this as a love, right? Um, but we did come up with an idea, you know, based on this, you know, kind of crowdfunding scenario. Um, why don't you elaborate a little bit on that?
1: Yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to actually do it. I think it's a great idea, but the levels that he was talking about, I don't think those quite work for us. We're going right. to have, um, I was thinking two or three tiers. Tier one is $250,000 a month. Um, For that you get a 60 second Skype call with both of us. Is that what we agreed on?
2: Yep, that's what we agreed on. And then
1: for five hundred thousand dollars a month, we're gonna up that to three
2: minutes. That's three times as much. Right? It is three times as much. And you're you're not paying three you're only paying twice as much, but you get three times as much airtime. Right. And then on top of that,
1: if you maintain that membership for six month six months, we're gonna add an extra minute to that. So it's four times Tier one. Awesome. I think
2: that should do it. I, I I think that's great. And 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 didn't we decide that, you know, any any one of these tiers, um, they were going to be notified that the podcast was out maybe 30 to 45 seconds before we actually uh, turned it public. Tier one is 30 to 45 seconds. Tier two is going
1: to be 90 seconds to two minutes. Wow. Wow. All right. Before it goes. Pretty public. Yeah. So they can, leave the, they, can leave, they can beat Ace McLeod to the first comment.
2: That's right. They yeah. can. All right. Very Thanks. Nice.
1: Great idea. I'll great have a idea. link in the description. Uh, next one is from Glynis.
13: Hello. My name's is Um, I was just listening to one of your um, podcasts, the first one I've ever listened to, um, talking about the moon and uh, the fallacy of it and the sun and the eclipse, and I was sitting with my grandchildren the other day, and they were watching Oggy and the Cockroaches, episode 13 about the Incas, and it was all about hiding the sun with an apparent eclipse. Very interesting. I thought you might like to watch and the cockroaches, and there might be something on some of the other things as well, the other es- episodes. And I also watched a little film with them called The Lyrics. Very enlightening, very. Just passing on what I saw, you might find them helpful. That seems to be a little giveaway and a little sharing that most children won't pick up.
2: Good night, go please, bye bye. <laughs> so awesome! I tell you what, when I write a children's book, I'm gonna have Glennis narrate it for I me.
1: I love Glennis; her voice, uh, her horrible microphone. I just love the whole package.
2: A lot of gain on that mic.
1: Yeah, uh, not to not to <laughs> that we have the best. Uh, we're working on our audio issues every yes. day. We'll check those things out. Thanks for the call, Glennis. Yeah,
2: call back. She's awesome.
1: Yeah. Next one is from Frederick.
11: Hi, so um, I've come across this Flat Earth app and I sent a text message, but uh, because you have this option, I'm curious to see how this works too. So uh, yes, I'm curious to know that if I look at either your app or a spherical one, that if I'm looking at the sun and or the moon at whatever time that they're visible for me to look at and irrespective of your, how you measure to get there, it's going to be in the position that you say. And where do you get your data to know where the sun and moon are on a flat earth? How do you, um, how do you do that? Uh, Thanks. My number, if it's worth it, is 0403.
2: I'm going to let you take this, Dave. I know you probably don't know as much as our sponsors know who actually developed the app, but um, you could probably give a little bit of direction on this.
1: It's actually very simple. The sun is slapped on the hour hand of a 24 hour clock, and it follows, it goes around the AE map that we use, and wherever the sun is, on the that,
2: D-A-V-E map. The
1: D-A-V-E map, sure. the Wherever the sun is, uh, it is noon in that place, and you can check this. When it's over, Sydney, call up PK. Hey, sit, what time is it? It's noon. You know, when it's over, uh, where are you? You're nowhere. I'm in uh, Alberta,
2: Canada. <laughs> Alberta.
1: Yeah, so wherever it is, it's noon at that time. I also used, you know, the, the globe is just a backwards engineering of the flat earth sky clock. That's um, correct. So you know the app is, is which uh, means the app had to be developed long ago. <laughs> the app was developed in eighteen fifties to be exact, nice. just just before the last mud flood. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, by the way, uh, adding some new features to the app, which actually just went live today. Uh, for for as soon as you get the update notification, we have added the a uh, merch store in the settings nice and we've added japanese and we've added um a couple of other, couple of other things so nihongo. make sure you check out the merch find our flat earth podcast uh, t-shirts and mugs and all sorts of stuff watashi no nihongo wa skoshi desu. exactly and by the way when you if you go to watch the, the i made a, the flat earth pod the flat earth sun and moon clock app in Japanese with all Japanese type. I don't believe that's even real. <laughs> There's yeah. no way that even says anything. They're nice little drawings. Japanese is
2: a fake language. I'll just tell you this. I've been to Japan and they can apparently read it. And I'll tell you this also.
1: I think that they memorize things to say and they just look at
2: that and laugh at you. Here's something interesting. The word for canopy in Japanese is a combination of the symbol for heaven and the symbol for lid. So heaven's lid is a canopy. And in the symbol for lid on the bottom is the symbol for dish.
1: I, I heard you say that play. once, that's very good. Next yeah, next video. one is from Roy, here we go.
6: Hi, uh, it's Roy from the UK, um, flat earther, love the show, great show. Um, <laughs> this is related to uh, Jay's Gold Venture. Um, and I know everyone threw a spanner in the work saying it was weighed by mass on a balanced scale. But these weights they use on the balanced scale are calibrated somewhere. So where are these weights calibrated? Should be an interesting rabbit hole.
2: I totally agree. Like, uh, we're measuring things based on, uh, you know, something weighs 55 kilograms because it matches with the other thing that weighs 55 kilograms, well, how do we know that that thing weighs 55 kilograms? It's like, I I don't understand how people write computer code, but at some point there had to have been like a program written to understand the code. Like, I don't get that. Everybody has their specialty (laughs) and there's a (laughs) lot of things in Flat Earth
1: that I leave up to the guys in FE core and I leave up to to other people. I can't do it all. That, that one is, (laughs) is one I can't wrap my, my head around, but uh, great, great, Great call! Thanks for that. Yeah, I like it. The next one is from Flat
14: Earther McPlane. Hey, Dave, Matt. Um, you know, globers want to talk about how they feel they can, you know, calculate gravity against the rotation of Earth, and you know, we all know that with all of the explanation that gravity has to be a living, breathing, completely conscious force to, you know, account for all of its responsibilities, not just on earth but you know for everything they say it does from the equator to the poles and you know it's just so variable that it just it it can't make any sense so I wanted to take another approach so I took the 24,901 miles circumference at the rate of 1,050 miles per hour on the equator at sea level and divided that by 6 you have 17.5 miles per minute at 8 inches per mile squared you're going to end up with 204.17 feet per minute is the rate A fall Um, divided by six you got 3.4 feet per second so because of the spin of earth and its curve you're going to act the ground is actually dropping 3.4 feet per second which is about 10 feet every three seconds like they're falling off of a single story building every three seconds or you know 200 feet you know take that vertical look at 200 feet and you're doing that every ten seconds, like forever. Like that's that's the fall. That's the rate of fall. It's 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 crazier than the roller coaster. It's no joke. What do you think?
1: Crazier than the King de Ca?
14: I think
2: so.
1: <laughs> Only uh, you
2: don't get brain damage.
1: Uh, totally agree. The if you take that into bigger numbers, it's about a half a mile every two minutes. Or no, is it a half a no half a mile every? It's either a half a mile or a mile every two minutes. Half a mile every well, two minutes.
2: That's what I don't get. And you know the video I did about um, playing tennis on a spinning ball. I just you're you're hitting a ball that's independent of the spin of the earth, and you're telling me that that's not going to have an effect on the ball when you're playing east west north south when you're playing at the equator where the spin is faster. Excuse me. Yeah, the spin is faster. Um, Uh, Or when you're playing up in northern Alberta, which I've started playing some tennis up here, and the courts play pretty similar to the way the courts play down there. I I haven't really noticed the fact that um, I'm not spinning as fast up here. Crazy.
1: None of it makes sense in reality, but people are so brainwashed that they they can't think it through.
2: Right. Like I'm at the 55th parallel and that's pretty high up. I'm literally spinning, I think, less than half the speed that I would be spinning at the equator. Do you feel more stable? I feel a lot more stable. You know, I don't know if it's the whole marriage thing, but something about it is just more stable. (laughs) All right.
1: Uh, The next one is from
14: Susie. The video not spinning, rocketing or orbiting through space I saw on Facebook. I can't find it on your website. Can you tell me where to find it on your website?
1: Okay. Uh, I believe I sent her an email. That's uh, that my five-minute video, not orbiting, not spinning, not rocketing through space. Is that You've the one seen- that
2: went nuts on Facebook?
1: Yeah. It went, we got a couple million views on it. Um, I will link it in the show description. It's a great one. It was actually featured on the app not too long ago under a different name. Actually... The reason she couldn't find it is because YouTube blocked it. They made it so you couldn't share it anywhere. You couldn't share it. Like you take the link off YouTube, put it on Facebook, wouldn't post. Isn't that crazy? So I had to re-upload it under another name, and uh, I will link that in uh, the description.
2: Wow, interesting. You know, one thing I did need to bring up was I I went and spoke at TruthQuest Calgary, and you had told me that in my speech, I got $5 every time I mentioned your name or the app. And I mentioned your name right at the beginning, like I usually do, but I forgot to mention the app. And my buddy from Calgary, Adrian, you probably met him um, at a couple that – he's been at all the FEICs. Um, he, he asked a question. I was trying to explain the, how the sun goes around the earth, and he, he asked a question. He goes, hey, is there an app that explains all that? Um so I just wanted to give a shout out to Adrian for allowing me the opportunity to reference the Flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app.
1: So he set you up for that. He knew about the app. He did. He oh oh, yeah, he
2: knew about the app.
1: Thank you, buddy. Next one is from AJ Flat
2: Earther McPlane. Didn't we do one from him already? I feel like we did.
14: We did a McPlane earlier. Hey, Dave. Hey, Matt. Love the podcast, and thank you for the opportunity. I wanted to talk about how the sleepy still like to argue for the rotundity of Earth and how motion should elude human senses based on the cumbersome single revolution per day theory coupled, of course, with gravity, which by now is easily discerned as a living, breathing, and completely conscious uh, magic uh, given its – just a fraction of its responsibilities from the equator to you know one of the poles and that that's just here on earth that's not even out there in in nasa land not really what i want to talk about so i'm going to digress back to the point of not necessarily what we should see at eight inches per mile squared or not see um which i think we pretty well have on lockdown at this point rather what we should be able to feel at eight inches per mile squared and look at it that way so you know using the equator as a Frame of reference, two, two, 24,901 miles circumference racing at 1,050 miles per hour. You know, you divide that by 60, and it's uh, 17 and a half miles per minute. Apply that 17 and a half miles to eight inches per mile squared, and you're going to end up with 204.17 feet, and that's a drop rate. So the ground is supposedly dropping from beneath your feet at 204 feet per minute at the equator. Divide that by 60, and it's 3.4 feet per second. So, uh, standing still, that's fine. But what happens when you start racing along East and West and that's going to, that drop rate is going to increase or it's going to decrease, which to me, I think is discernible acceleration. And, uh, I think, I think we can look at it that way. What do you think? Thanks guys.
1: That was very great breakdown. Try that with a bowl of water in your hand. Right. <laughs>
14: right. <laughs> yeah. I think first of all,
2: he gets a yellow card for two, Right um for two speak pipes but they, they were good so but he praised um, we'll, us so much so he gets a point for that that's exactly right that's a that's the great way to start any um uh any speak pipe though um I think a bad way to start a, start a speak pipe is what you don't want to talk about that, didn't he say like that's not really what I want to talk
3: about <laughs> yeah he did I don't, uh, that was I don't a know. great two one good speak pipes. go ahead
2: he basically
1: uh really brought the point home himself so great point thanks for the call and thanks for the kind words hey also it's, it's on like the that. on the on the do me podcast when you can mention the uh-huh. podcast for uh the flat earth podcast for one point or the award-winning number one flat earth podcast for three
2: points three points okay yeah. nice if you say, if you say um, award-winning number also, one i was also thinking like what if we brought our own beep machine to like beep out certain things <laughs> we could
1: try that I was thinking of bringing some Mitchell clips. I just have to figure out how to play them. (laughs) Like I could ask a question and then play a Mitchell clip and I'm answering. (laughs) (laughs) But we need to,
2: (laughs) we need to have questions that weren't for that answer. You know, Michelle, not Mitchell. Sorry, Michelle. Right. Right.
1: All right. uh, Good ideas. Keep them coming flat. The next one is from flat attack. Zach. Nice name.
8: Yeah, we've definitely yeah. been lying to. We've definitely been lying to. Here we go. Here we go. Davey, yeah, I want you and I need you. And I'm down
4: for you. We're always bees in the moonlight. It looks shivers, but in shadows I remember.
10: yeah
13: yeah come on baby come on baby yeah i want you and i need you and i'm down for you always in the moonlight acting dumb with the things
4: that
3: they say
1: all right, thanks for that. I'm gonna cut you off right there because he's using auto tune. It's not fair. Uh he not fair. It's not fair. <laughs> thanks for, <laughs> thanks for that, Zach. Oh, I just blew it. Um uh, thanks. Wow. Next. I uh just kind of blew up my entire Seems like this happens with you a lot. Uh yeah, where did everything go? He probably thought you were Mark Sargent. Maybe. <laughs> um previous. All right. I'm going to. Uh, what was his name? Flat Attack Zach. Flat Attack Zach. Right. Next one is from just Zach. Hopefully, hopefully it's not the same guy.
0: Baby, yeah, I want you. Oh, no. no. Me, and All right, he's out.
1: <laughs>
2: Add him to your people to watch list.
1: Uh, speaking of people to watch, the Flat Earth Friend Finder is coming out any day, and it is amazing. Um, it has. The, it has links, uh, it has pages with uh, the best award-winning podcasts on it. It has People Finder. Nice. It, it, it's going to be the go-to app for people to find Flat Earthers in your area. Just for example, if you are, uh, let's say you and Jess are at the beach and you hey, you know what? let's talk Flat Earth. You can message people in the area and, and have them do activism with you or uh, meet up. Yeah, so great. Yeah, am- it's just amazing. Not that you guys have beaches in Canada. Next is... We live on a lake. Brian.
15: Hey, guys. This is Brian from Chicago. I was just calling to see if you guys heard uh, in one of your podcasts you were talking about some guy called in and asked about meteor showers. I want to know if you guys had seen this video going around uh, where people are finding these steel spheres, spherical-shaped pieces of steel uh, balls about the shape of a, of a beach ball, Uh, that looked like there was uh, flammables inside that one ends open usually with all this burnt metal around the opening Uh, the guy that posted the video suspects that that's how they create the fake meteor showers Uh, see if you guys uh, heard of that video or know anything else about it Uh, just let me know thanks
2: yeah i think those are totally fascinating i love like pictures of people like in the amazon and they're like got machetes and they've uncovered this silver ball you know what do you think and, they are um I do th- well I don't know I I I would say it'd be tough I just think you might kill a lot of people shooting silver balls through the air but um, I think I personally don't think that's what meteor showers are though I I have absolutely no proof for that and it could totally be it um super fascinating
1: I don't think they're meteor showers do you think that they're possibly stars <laughs> lights? Somehow, like, uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what they are. Barnabas Nagy did a piece on them just the other day, which I, I heard this speak, speak pipe, and then I saw Barnabas do a piece on it. And uh, maybe they're the same person. The mm. I don't know what they are, but I've seen them years ago. I saw them and I'm like, what same are here. they? And again, this whole world we live I, in is maybe so they're fake. It's so fake.
2: Yeah, I mean, maybe it's something that fell from the firmament that man tried to place there. I, I don't know. Um I think stars are angels. So I'm trying to reconcile that, you know Yeah, uh, I, I say stars
1: uh, are souls. So so maybe yeah. very much very similar. Again, that is not team, some, some team something Campanella
2: is, is on the other side right, of that. Right. <laughs> right. Something I I think is interesting that I was looking at, you know, in the Bible that um on day f- three um is when like plants and stuff was created thus like oxygen you know um and then the stars were created on day four and if the star- maybe the stars are angels and they breathe oxygen which is why you had to create the plants first it's just interesting
1: i don't know maybe maybe those things that fall down are fake stars maybe they maybe. were maybe they're you know mixing it up they're they're hiding the real yeah. stars and they're they're showing us fake stars so we don't make that connection to them
9: right
2: and you know we've seen those uh the sun simulator stuff you know
1: but this is
2: (laughs) some people are pulling their hair out on this right now
1: (laughs) this is just we're just spitballing here we're just thinking because this world is so different than what we've been taught that uh anything we've said is not outrageous it's Uh, not outrageous yeah the next one is from m your intro music is too long. Plus the music sucks. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks. Please send us your favorite song and uh awesome. we'll we will definitely put it in. Appreciate that, cool. M. Nice. Next. Uh the next one is from William.
9: Hey, this is William from uh Louisiana. I first caught you on the Owen Benjamin show and then uh I love your love your channel. It's great. Uh your show with Jericho is great. Uh the your app is awesome, all that stuff my question is um on a flat earth model i'm looking at your your app and it has the for seasons the sun will move from floating around the united states being closer uh causing summer in the united states and then in the winter it'll cause it'll float over australia and move south and be closer and then that will cause uh winter in the united states and summer in australia but my question is if it's moving over australia it would have to move twice the distance in the same amount of time, creating a 24-hour day cycle. Uh, How does that work? We know the sun doesn't move any faster or slower during any time of the season, and it keeps moving at the same speed, and yet somehow every day still matches as a 24-hour day. Uh, My second question is, wouldn't it have to be a cone earth? I know cone earth isn't as uh, marketable as flat earth, but when you look at the sun, no matter how close it moves to the north, it never shines too far past the uh past the north pole no matter where it is on the axis and that just doesn't make any sense to me at all
2: anyway that's my only question thanks you guys a lot i love your show so my question is how do people know that the sun doesn't move faster right like what is what is that preconceived notion where does that does that come from like the heliocentric mindset I, it's because... from the heliocentric
1: mindset when you have something that massive how do you change its speed i just look at it as the personal atmospheric dome and you can do this take a light and aim it towards the closer towards the middle as you're making your circles with the light and then just tilt it a little bit and make your same speed circle and that light on the dome is making is going you know a bigger distance with the same amount of movement of that light
2: Totally agree, and I, I can't remember if it's Terra Firma or uh, Zetetic Astronomy that talks about the length of sunsets are longer in the northern hemisphere than they are in the southern hemisphere.
1: Right in the southern hemisphere, the the so when the sun sets, it's dark in like two minutes.
2: Right up here near the North Pole, where I am, the sunsets take forever,
1: and some of them don't even happen. The farther uh, the farther you are, you know, in on June twenty first. You see We're the sun close. circle all the way around so that light does go past the north pole. So that's right. Just say no to
2: cone. And Earth. then just say no to the <laughs> Yeah, I th- I th- I think he's got some preconceived notions that are um that he's trying to fight through and I think I think you got to start all the way at zero um and and don't assume that um some- certain things. Get one of those uh, glass
1: half spheres. Half spheres, yes. Domes or or just a bubble of some sort and a light and turn off the lights in the room and move the light around and just change the angle of your light and you can watch it uh, change speeds when the light itself is not changing speed. Next one is from Russ.
16: Hey, guys. It's Russ from the UK. Uh, Love the show. Love the podcast. Always listen. Fantastic. Keep up the good work, guys. Uh, David, um, it's come obviously to everyone's attention that it's the 50-year moon fake moon landing anniversary and with that as in the last six months we've seen so much even in the uk we're seeing so much bs coming out of NASA and everybody oh we're gonna go back and idiot pence has said oh you're 2024 you know all this crap you know i wonder what the excuse will be in 2024 when it hasn't happened again um i was looking around and i saw actually clinton bush bush senior obama all these ex-presidents, they've all said the same thing. We're going back. Bush said, I think, uh, they'll be on Mars by 1997. David, I was wondering if you could make a video which puts all these ex-presidents saying this this BS, put it all together in a real succinct video, which I can just ram down people's throats, basically, here in the UK. We have a lot more problem with uh, people believing this kind of nonsense. So... Uh, I'm trying to wake people up over here, but uh, I could really do with a good, strong video on this massive, massive deception that is the moon landing and going back, which we all know will never happen. And I wonder what the excuse will be in 2024. I don't know. But uh, I'm sure they'll come up with something. Look, I'd be you know a little video i'd be happy to pay you for your time I'll, you know please put something together get the word out buddy
1: russ uh thanks for the call great idea uh join yeah, I think uh, join our that
2: sounds our... like a ditrh video yeah yeah
1: no problem join our um patreon level 2 and level two. i will i will see if i can work uh work that into my schedule i appreciate it
2: <laughs> i actually
1: have seen a video like that i can't remember who did it where somebody was showing all the presidents um, Maybe even Jaron did. I, I, I don't know. I saw it. Uh, I think it already exists, but uh, it, it there will be some excuse. Somebody pointed out that it's just, you know, after Trump's second term, there'll be a new administration coming in and they'll change the objective again. Perfect. Yeah. So the next one is from. Thanks for the call. The next one's from Eric. Uh,
15: my name is Eric. I'm calling from Montana and I have two proofs that the sun is perhaps inside of our personal atmospheric dome, if you will. Uh, One proof is the sun is traveling at a certain rate of speed, like let's say, let's just call it, let's just call it 200 miles an hour. So if it were moving through the clouds, we've seen pictures of it in the clouds, it would disfigure those clouds, just based upon the clouds are moving at 100 miles an hour, the sun's moving at 200, you'd see a change within those clouds. Two is that, The sun is supposedly extremely hot well it would again we've seen pictures of the sun inside within clouds the sun is so hot it would turn those clouds to steam it would burn them up i think there would be some physical disformation of those clouds
2: First of all, I think that's the first call we've ever gotten from a well, like in the bottom of a water well. It
1: was in Saeed, and he can only see the light at one moment during the day of the year. <laughs> and every time we, when that day comes on, he looks up and guess who's there? Aristophanes. <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: I think it was the guy from inside the, the ship on Waterworld who's like checking the, the gas level. I think that's who that was. Um, um. Go ahead, you first. Go ahead. Right. No, yeah, no, I'm, i i having a tough time remembering right now. <laughs>
1: his, uh, his speeds were a little off and everything. And I understand what he's saying. The I don't believe that the sun is actually in the clouds. If you're in the clouds from the earth, we all see the sun, the apparent sun in a position relative to our own position. But let's say we see the sun in the clouds off in the distance and then you instantly transported yourself to that spot in the clouds. Well, the sun is now going to be that much farther away from you above the clouds so yeah i would agree with that yeah so it's not really in the clouds there you just are seeing it there again this is all non-physical astronomical um stuff that is beyond
2: celestial celestial not astronomical let me ask you this do you still still subscribe to the bal model (laughs) <laughs> and we don't we don't have to talk about who that is. We don't have to send people there. But do you still subscribe to that model?
1: Subscribe to like his prediction of what's
2: happening no, to the world? No, just or? The, the, the fact that the sun is a focal point because I, I, I still do. I, I
1: do, for sure. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. It is a focal point that we view in our own unique positions.
2: Yeah, and, and let me give you a little bit of Bible on that because on day one, light was created, right? Okay. The sun wasn't created until day four so day one you have light day two you have the firmament which creates this lens right day three You have oxygen which creates the atmosphere which creates magnification Then the Sun is created so just an interesting working model um, Kind of viewing it as light coming in from outside the lens and then focusing it into a single point Which is our Sun and again like Dave is saying it depends where you are, where you're viewing from to see where the sun is. It was a, It was a very good question.
1: Um, again, we can't get there, and but just understanding that it's not really there. Uh, it's like a we'll, rainbow. Yeah, kind of. All right, next one is from A Work of Total Fiction.
12: Hi, guys. I have three things to talk about, and I'll try to get through them quickly. The first is your sweatshirt, the HOAX hoax one. Um, I bought it, and it's great. I love it. Uh, it's. I'm glad I bought the one that was a little bit bigger, because I think it runs a little tight, and I think everybody should buy it. It's great, because I feel like people who don't know what I'm talking about just don't even notice it, or they they think it's a space shirt, and then people who do, they're, we're, you know, we're going to have a great conversation. Um, so I really like that. The second thing I have to say is, uh, I guess a request that you start your episodes from now on with a five-minute factually-based, uh, no-swearing-allowed sort of information segment um that'd be really nice especially for me because I I drive kids to school and I'm I'm I mean I'm trying to open their eyes to I guess questioning things and being critical thinkers and it'd it'd be really cool if you had something that was just completely based on that you know I don't even care if you're doing like you know this coast to that coast there's no curvature sort of thing every time but you know start with that start with it don't start with the billboard stuff or anything else start with that that's my suggestion at least uh, the third thing is Bill Hicks. What the fuck? I mean, Alex Jones is Bill Hicks. Are you kidding me? Alex Jones is Bill Hicks. Bill Hicks is Alex Jones. Alex Jones is Bill Hicks. What do you think? It's pretty obvious. Your opinions? Yeah.
1: All right. Thanks for that. I work. I, li- <laughs> but- <laughs> I like how we requested no cuts. Wait a minute. And just went all- what do you say we edit this one into the opening of the show? part three of his uh, speak pipe we'll put that right at the beginning in the middle of
2: our flat earth discussion oh my goodness yeah then he cusses in front of his own kids
1: yeah so that's great uh we i love the idea we'll we'll try to stick to that format a little bit uh i always uh aim for that but we go off in all sorts of directions Mm -hmm. and then the hoax shirt it's one of my favorites i actually purchased one uh, for owen benjamin which should be arriving tomorrow nice yeah which was um, uh, probably several days ago when you hear this
2: right and then uh finkel is einhorn einhorn is finkel what the heck does you that Got that mean? reference i have no idea Ugh. some people will get it you don't have to get it all right uh but bill hicks and oh that's um, right bill hicks uh, with alex jones yeah yeah what do you I think actually do we- met alex jones i met alex jones in the airport uh, a few months ago oh really uh yeah i was going through austin texas on a business trip and um he was i just i looked over i was like wow that kind of looks like alex jones you know hey you never really tell in person because they look different um anyways went up shook his hand
1: did you flat smack him
2: i did not flat smack him. did you stick
1: a flat earth podcast sticker on his back no he was with his family so i didn't i didn't oh that's good well that's that that's actually the right thing to do so
2: yeah i'll give it to you Anyways, do you think uh, Bill Hicks and Alex Jones are
1: the same person? You know, I used to deny it, deny it, deny it. Then Russian Vids did a, a piece on him that is it's so friggin difficult to uh, to say that it's definitely not him. Yeah, it, it's so difficult. Somebody told me that they either knew both of them and there's like six inches different in height. Hmm. And how, how do you get how do you
2: change that? If anyone's seen Gattaca, they know. The only thing, you know, we live in such a crazy world that someone could tell me that Bill Hicks is Michelle Obama, and I could watch a video that could probably convince me of that.
1: You know Michelle Obama's a man, right?
2: Yeah, well, yeah,
1: I know that. Um, Do you think you can beat the Serena, the the Williams brothers in tennis? Brothers?
2: (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know about that one. Yeah. I, I guess because I'm a tennis player, like that goes back to my non-woke days. Right. And yeah, just assume. Yeah. W- without getting
1: that. without getting into it, the Williams brothers or sisters.
2: I'm gonna say sisters.
1: No way! You're so. Yeah, I'm gonna. Say, no, oh my god! I'm just telling you that. Watch like, Eric DeBay's new Wolf video. Is. Eric DeBay just put out a video, but uh, he did a fantastic job on on it on uh, the Trans Apocalypse Agenda or whatever. And there's a section on the Williams brothers. There's there's no question. The father admits it. Watch it. The father admits it.
2: it. <laughs> Richard Williams. I mean, that guy is a piece of work. Um, he it I.
1: I don't want to get into it. We're going to have to change the name of this podcast to <laughs> <laughs> the Transagenda apocalypse. It'll have
2: something to do with tennis balls. I'll all tell right. You that. that
1: was, who is that? Was that Dan? Uh, the next one is from Bruce. We're getting close here. I think.
8: Nice. Hey guys, this is Bruce in Traverse city. Uh, love the show. Listen there. Every, every chance I can, uh, Dave, you were having a little debate with, uh, Jaron over density and this popped in my head. You are standing outside of a room that uh, is just a magic room that you step into and you're weightless, okay? There's no downward pull. Now as you stand outside of that room, you have a certain density and you're standing on the ground. When you go into the room and you're weightless and you're floating around, you still have the same density but there's no downward pull, which proves that uh, the reason why I weigh 220 pounds, yeah, right, is the density plus the downward pull of electrostatic and electromagnetic energy. Try that one on them.
1: Thanks for that. The problem is I got to start off with a magic room. <laughs> the argument's right, over. Yeah. Hey, hey Jeremy, we got a magic room, and yeah. I I totally agree with you. It makes perfect sense but we don't have a magic room. We're stuck here on earth and it's really a tough one to prove. I mean, logic tells you there has to be a downward force.
2: Yeah. Okay. So, and and again, I think I'm on the force wagon, but, um, and I follow the guy's logic, but it's like every physics word problem in the history of physics starts with, okay, you're in a frictionless vacuum, you know, before you start to solve a, a projectile problem or something like that. Um, those don't exist. They don't exist here. And the only place they supposedly do exist, we can't go. We'll get there one day. Next one is from D.
11: Hi, this is D from Winnipeg. David, I call you David Wise because of your your presence of mind and your ability to stay centered in heated discussions. Anyways, about this earth that we find ourselves on, well— we are infinite beings that are playing human on earth and whether there's a dome on this thing or not it's a stage it's a set for the human experience which is one of many infinite dimensions so that's kind of how i feel about it and i love you guys and just keep on doing what you're doing
1: hey thanks d i really appreciate the kind words and yeah this world is a stage, and all the presidents and world leaders are actors. Again, Barnabas Nagy did a piece on that recently. Um, I will definitely link that one in, and it's amazing. Every president is in the IMDb, and we live in a stage. That's all. David the Wise. <laughs> um, Thanks so much for that call. Next one is from Jason.
17: Hi, my name is Jason Orndorff. I am the elder of Followers of God Fellowship, located in York, Pennsylvania. And I was just reaching out to you in regards to your Flat Earth Clock app. I periodically view the videos that are posted on there. And uh, I had made a video myself called uh, The Creation Controversy, A Biblical Flat Earth. And I was just wondering if you would uh, want to take time to view that. And and if you're interested, uh, I would love to see it posted to your Flat Earth Clock app. Um, the video can be viewed at followersofgodfellowship.org on our website, on the page called uh, Break It Through Lies. Uh, so yeah, if you'd be interested in posting that there, I'd love to see it on there. All right, God bless you.
1: Thanks for that, Jason. We'll try to take a look. Matt, you got that?
2: Yeah, I was um, I was trying to type it in, followers... Of God.
1: Fellowship
2: fellowship.org. Awesome.
1: All right. Next one is from Joseph.
5: Hey, guys. My name is Joseph Fisher, and I'm going to Iceland in a couple of weeks. There will be a midnight sun there, and I was just wondering if uh, there's any experiments I could do or any things I can watch for. Um, I am in- interested in the Earth Movement, and – yeah, I was just wondering if you could help me out here and see, uh, see what you guys think about the midnight sun. Thank you,
2: Matt. Any suggestions? I think experiencing that stuff is awesome. I I don't have any suggestions for proofs. Um, film uh, the man. film the twenty
1: yeah. four hour sun.
2: Always good to film it.
1: Yeah, for twenty. That's a tough thing to do. a Twenty four hour time lapse. You need the time, uh, the batteries, the location to be up high enough. But uh, more yep. films of that. Uh, just are more proof. That's right. All right. That was Joseph. Next one is from Linda. We have two more. Linda.
18: Hi, David. My name is Linda. I'm from South Africa. I've been listening to your podcast for quite a long time and I also follow you and Jaren on TFR. Um, You don't have to play this podcast. It's just a method of getting my suggestion to you. Um, I was wondering regarding your conversation the other day about the app on the Apple Watch and you said that it you haven't done it because the sun would have to stay on the equator. So I was wondering if you couldn't still do the app, but instead of putting the sun on to rather just take the sun out completely, but just to keep the daylight and night setting so that you could see the the plane, but you can still see where it's, day, where it's daylight and where it's nighttime, but there's no sun actually circling around it. I think it would still be a really cool face to have for the watch. And I hope you could consider doing something like that because it's really, really awesome. Love the app, and I love what you guys are doing. So keep up the good work, and thanks for all the work you guys are putting in. Take care, bye bye.
1: Thanks, Linda. I actually am working on uh, something like that. I will. I'm going to keep the sun on the hour hand. It's just not going to oscillate between the two um, tropics, um, and having day and night in there is what I am working on. I think it is doable. It just takes two things. Time
2: and money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, possibly another tier. Another, well, <laughs> tier three or tier three, possibly. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. All right,
1: we'll work on that. Uh, and the last one is from Theo.
5: Dave, it's Theo Kirkley. I'm a producer here at Gamble Campbell Studios in Los Angeles. Listen, I'm a longtime follower of your work and I think it's fantastic. We want to ride the flat earth wave. Anyways, what we were thinking was, give Dave his own show. It'll be on Sunday nights on Cartoon Network. Matt Long can be your hilarious sidekick. We'll give him a bunch of money in a bowl cut to knock the Christian out of him. Maybe drive a wedge into his marriage. (laughs) Just kidding you, Dave. What kind of guests will we have? Picture this. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Bill the Science Liar. That's right. And more. All in a controlled environment. But who will get the last laugh? You will. Dave, we're going to stick it to him. Listen, Dave. Buddy, muchacho, can I call you muchacho? Dave, listen to me. We might have big government dollars for this one. We just have to pitch it right. Okay. Anywho, Davey boy, what do you think? We'll call it the Dave Weiss show. This could be big. Don't think about it too hard, buddy. Sleep on it. Think about the money. Okay. Get back to me soon.
1: Well, thanks for that, Theo. Um, Definitely tier three, six months, then we'll talk. We'll have enough time in our Skype chat to really discuss it.
2: And I'll have to work on relaxing my upper lip after (laughs) talking about driving a wedge between my marriage.
1: Well, I think if he did tier three, which is 750,000, and then he accumulated all of his Skype minutes with us after six months, he'd probably have a good 40 minutes or so where we'd be willing to talk. He probably would. Did he say he was going to give me a bowl cut? A bowl. I I don't know. I think it was some cartoon reference.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean... I used to have a bowl cut when I was young and yeah. I, they're probably they're coming back, I think. <laughs> uh we attract all types. All right. We do. So that was the last of the speak pipes, right? That is it for the speak pipes. Well, anything I was else? Gonna, yeah, I was I've got two things. Well, I've got one thing. I was just gonna say, you know, we didn't really do anything on dermatology this week, which you know, we typically do when um I forget the caller's name who calls in and, and asks about sunscreen. I saw something and I know you're a guy who wears sunglasses a lot. I saw something that if if you wear sunglasses while you're out in the sun, it actually tricks your body into not thinking that it's as bright and you get more sunburn. Whereas if you take them off, your eyes can help your body adjust to how much sun um, it's actually in taking and will actually right, yeah. Will actually, keep you from getting sunburned.
1: I just, you know what? I almost made it through today without having a. Oh my <laughs> God, my head's gonna why explode! Why would you wear sunglasses? I actually don't wear them as much. Like, I'll be driving like into the sun. I'm like, why don't I have my sunglasses on? You know, or I'll be out and I won't have them on. I do like having them on, but I definitely don't wear yeah. them. When most other people are so that I don't sunburn, I don't use sunblock.
2: And a lot of times for me, I'm wearing sunglasses to block the air that's blowing into my eyes. I have like chronically dry eyes. Um, So I may, I've started like when I've been working out in the yard, I've just been wearing clear lenses and trying to see if that helps me not burn. Interesting. That's a
1: really, that's a really good point. Yeah. Hey, so, uh, one thing you you left off in the notes, we'll just end with this, is uh, the Flat Earth Awakening film about the speed of light. I did have you not see that? Did you not see that in the notes? No. So they felt that this is a NASA. Oh,
2: probably because it was bolded in three times the size of all the other letters. <laughs> Correct.
3: Okay. Got yeah, it.
2: Yeah, I'll remember not to do that.
1: Uh, <laughs> one of the science channels uh did a uh where they filmed light going through a coke bottle, I think, or just a, a bottle. And they filmed it at at they filmed it with each frame one one thousandth, one, one thousandth of a second. So a thousand frames wow. per second. Actually i I think they said it, no, it was going faster than that. It was it was just I, I don't remember the exact numbers, but here, just let me run it to you this way. They say that they're now going to try for one quadrillion frames a second to wow. to make it so you can really see it. So let's just put that in perspective. If you did a thousand frames per second, has do it. Does anyone film at a thousand frames per second? Is that even I exist? <laughs> you don't do no. Um <laughs> uh, what? So if you filmed at a thousand frames per second, It would take 31,000 years to do one quadrillion frames.
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Wow.
1: Science is such garbage, and people just are like, wow, that's so cool. 31,000 years for one quadrillion frames. That's at 1,000 frames a second. (laughs) Okay? If you did it at 31,000 frames a second... It would take a thousand years. And when they these numbers showed us,
2: when they showed us a picture of it, would it look like the cover of uh, Black Hole Sun? Yeah, something like that. It would just literally be.
1: I I, I, can give me give me you know nothing. Give me twenty minutes, and I'll show you what it looks like. I'll make an animation of it. Nice. It'll probably look better.
2: (laughs) It'll look like the Snake game, remember In, in DOS?
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly what it looks like, but it'll just go a little slower.
2: Nice. It'll be (laughs) awesome if the light actually has like a little smiley face on the end. All right. On that note,
1: uh, thanks for listening, everybody. This was way longer than I expected. Mm-hmm. Any final words, Matt? Where can they uh, find you and your awesome short videos? Uh, you can
2: find me in my awesome short videos. At Town Point, Woke Woketown David. Point? Yes, nice. <laughs> nice. At Woketown, Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Uh, Dave, where can we find uh, awesome D-I-T-R-H and Flat Earth podcast stuff? Uh, point, point. D-I-T-R-H is my YouTube. Stands for Deep Inside the Rabbit
1: Hole, for those of you that don't know. And the Flat Earth Sun Moon and Zodiac clock app I highly recommend people use that to uh, when you're talking flat earth with somebody you break that out and they gives them that aha moment and the daily video with uh, um, notifications uh, is a big hit these days so um, check that out that's where you find me
3: yeah
2: check it out that was uh, David the wise I'm Matt the long and we will see you next time
3: righty
8: Letter was left on my
3: table
0: Written to be at rails if I am able I went because I had nothing to do that day. It would be angry if I didn't go anyway. Slowly the lights have fallen asleep. So sleepy was it down, I couldn't go or leave, and almost I fell down. I was waiting, but nobody came. Why I do this was dame. I was standing on the side where then every hope has died. Well, it didn't come. Well, it didn't come. Where my soul I just world Anywhere I am not fine It's not my world, it's not mine This world doesn't belong to me I'm just here to be The purpose of this world pays Nothing to say I laid down on the bench While I was watching the moon through edge And I realized without to say That the moon had had a bad day So did I, so I went I did mean with I meant. I was roaming in the street by myself Somehow to treat... A sick world, where my soul I just the world Anywhere I am not fine. It's not my world, it's not mine, this world doesn't belong to me. I'm just here to be the purpose on this world pays. Nothing to say I'm the wing in a sick world where my soul I just world. Anywhere I am not fine. It's not my world, it's not mine. This world doesn't belong to me. I'm just here to be the purpose on this world pays. Nothing to say. Well, it didn't come. Well, it didn't come. Well, it didn't come. This is not my world. 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 I'm just longing day by day For the heaven will come to say. I'm just longing night by night Before the other side to be alright
3: Alright, alright, alright